Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Michael Jordan has the, the boat catch-23 in the Big Rock. It's day four of the Big Rock tournament right now. You have to. You can only fish four of six days. So if Michael Jordan, whether he's out there 50, 60, 70 miles offshore or he's back at the docks, you know how competitive Michael Jordan can get. I love Michael Jordan, man. I, it's just the, the, the story. It's just watching the last dance, just like getting in, like tossing quarters. Like before an NBA Finals game, tossing quarters against the wall with a security guy and like making side bets and hustles like that with a dude. He was so uh, uptight with his brand for so much of his career. Yeah. And it's really – now taking on a whole different shade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Between the last dance, his ownership of the Charlotte Hornets, and just how open he is with how much he loves to gamble. Yeah. And that's really what Big Rock is. Like, it's a buy-in. It's kind of yeah. like a poker tournament. Sure. You buy in, like, a lot of money, thousands oh, yeah. to get out there. But the stakes are high. Oh, yes. I mean, we're talking, you could win up to $3.5 million. If you hit all the bonuses... And it's fun how they lay it out. There's all these different yeah. categories for types of fish and, and different prizes. And you could ching all of them, 3.5 mil. Over 5 million total purse. I mean, it's a but heck of a tournament. Last year, the total purse league was just over $5.8 million was wow. what the total amount of prizes that was handed out last year. That's a lot of money. And I was struck by just going out there on Monday, like, not necessarily these guys that go out there are necessarily, mm-hmm. like, the best fishermen in the world. Some of them are just dudes with some money in a boat Yeah, that want to go and see what they get. I mean, I talked to one guy who brought in this giant dolphin, and he was like, that's, that's like my first time in the tournament. I'm like a novice fisherman. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, really? Okay, cool. Thousands for that dolphin. So uh, it's uh, it's a good time. So Jordan, you know, he thinks he can win. He thinks he can win everything. But one thing with uh, fishing, unlike basketball, you can't control your catch. That's true. That's you, true. What do you think Jordan's betting on out there? Well, let's get into that. Our four-of-a-kind side bets that Michael Jordan is making at the Big Rock, or at least that we assume he's going to be making right now. Let's get right into it. Pat Welter, first one on mine. It's a pretty obvious one. Who can cast out the furthest, right? Oh, we're both yeah. standing on the side of the docks, or we're standing on the side of our boat. Who can cast out the furthest? Simple as that. You love a good release on the cast oh, when it just Absolutely. comes off clean. It's kind of like Jordan with his shot, you know, the follow-through. I think he does a follow-through on his cast. Oh, Has absolutely. To. Hangs it absolutely. out there. Just like over Byron Russell in the finals versus the Jazz. Yes. Push off, crossover, cast. Does he jump off the boat swinging, like pumping his fist like he did against the Cavs? A little shrug. Just barely, you know, a little, little shrug. Maybe he's doing that. Tongue what's, out. What's on your list? What's number one? Uh, this one speaks to me because last time I went deep sea fishing – this was me. Yeah. First guy over the edge puking. Oh. Who's it going to be? Who's taking bets? You know, Jordan's got that kind of six streak in him. Not that he's, there's no way he's puking. No, exactly. But he'll he'll swallow the puke before he loses that bet. But oh, of somebody course. on the crew probably is because it's rough conditions out there. So yeah, I bet. you got to have that bet. All right. What's next on yours? Longest anybody's willing to swim with a shark. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get out there, you see a little Jaws fin. Hey, Randy. 
million, 10 grand. You go out there and swim. Yeah. Just to see him dance a little bit. Exactly. Did you see Jordan kind of, you know, messing with his boys a little bit? Just for, like, we were watching the guy, uh, Keegan Michael Key skit a little bit, oh, which kind of played into that character. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> swim with sharks. Oh, swim with sharks. All right. Second one on my list is just, you know, just racing boats. This racing yachts oh, out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's an that. obvious one. Just racing boats. Like, hey, you know what? Get from point A to point B. Or maybe just, you know, got to go around the buoy, come back, hey, to the lighthouse and back for 10 grand on it. Whatever you want to do. Jordan loses, double or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Double or nothing. <laughs> Third one on mine, some form of, of tossing the lifesaver rings. You oh, know, that's good. Those, like, just tossing like, okay, who can actually throw this and have, actually get it closest to that next boat? Or actually, hey, you know what? Uh, guy from my crew, you jump out there. Whoever throws the life ring closest to him without actually hitting him will, will win. It's kind of like the quarters game exactly. in last dance, except exactly. with life preservers. Exactly. And hopefully, you know, they don't need them. You know, well, but- hopefully not, but this <laughs> he's going to win money using them, that's for sure. What's next on your list? Well, we all know Jordan loves to golf. Longest oh. drive. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good I one. I just imagine him, Larry Bird, Bill Murray. I'm recreating the scene from Space Jam. Oh, yeah, from Space Jam. <laughs> Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Bill Murray, man. We got to get Bill Murray out there. That'd be some good fishing. That's a guy you want to fish with. All right, so longest drive. What's yeah. also last on your list? All right, well, I wanted to look at the stakes for some of these bets. Okay. And uh, Jordan shoes for life. Oh, you, know, you okay. You win, you get free Jordans. Courtside seats at the Hornets. Okay. Now, that might be if you lose. Oh, really? You have to go wow. to the Hornets. Wow. <laughs> wow. Harsh. That's rough. Harsh. That is kind of harsh. Maybe if they get Zion, though, you know. Those would be more valuable if he plays. Okay. What do you got? Uh, my biggest one, just obviously, just biggest fish. Oh, of course. Just last one. Pretty simple. Yeah, that's just what it's all about. Fish caught. What about you lose a bet? You got to hang out with Lamelo Ball's dad. Oh, you got to hang out with Lamelo Ball. <laughs> I might be willing to lose the bet just to for hang out with him for a day, just for the experience. It might suck, but I'm like, you know what? The experience of hanging out with Lamelo Ball's dad with Lavar Ball, pull. Honestly, though, he seems like a peach compared to uh, Gronk, Baby Gronk's dad. Have you seen this okay, guy? Yeah, okay, what is this Baby Gronk thing that's floating around? He's like a child Pop Warner 7-on-7 seven seven athlete whose dad is apparently basically pitching him on podcasts to everybody in the country. Now, I, we should be defended because we uh, – have you gotten a DM from I've Baby Gronk's anything. dad? No. We've got – we're on the radio. Yeah, we're live. I this goes out in podcast form and YouTube. We're not going to put them on, but we just want the DM. I want to feel noticed, like so, I matter. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a – all right. Father's Day is coming up. Pat Walter, you're a dad. Yeah. So, you're telling me out there there's a, there's a dad out there, and they, they, they refer to the kid as Baby Gronk? Yeah, and he's not a Gronkowski from what I okay. can tell. But he's but, just a, like a meathead football kid? Basically, they're just trying to – you know, they're using – so this is a product of social media, right? Yeah. Like, he, this guy's looking at it, and he's like, influencer. I'm going to make my kid an influencer. I'm going to live my dream through him. There's a clip going circulating out there where basically the little kid's on a podcast with his dad. The podcast hosts are asking the kid questions. The kid goes to answer. The dad stops him, feeds him a line. Like, he doesn't realize this podcast is being taped. Yeah. Has him say it. Like, he's, he's literally trying to control the edit live. It's like, bro, we, we're not – this isn't edited. We're on. We're on. We're yeah. on air. Everyone sees that your kid isn't saying these ridiculous lines. So it's it's become kind of a, a sad thing. It's become kind of a meme thing. Um, and But it's, you know, that's the world we're living in. 
I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for the kid. And they're and the, and the, it seems like the dad's a stooge. That's all I'm gonna say. Middle right school now. nil money. That's uh, we got to regulate that now. Jeez, go figure. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. It's 415. Let's hit it and quit it. As I mentioned, the U.S. Open going on right now. Ricky Fowler leading the way, 8 under through 17 holes. Just crazy, crazy opening round for Ricky Fowler. Is he finally going to win a major? I would finally. say not, but. Well, yeah, as, as, history tells history. Us, no. as history tells us, no. But the big conversation coming into this week was last week we saw the, the merger, air quotes, merger, alliance. Uh, we're talking right now between PGA, Live Golf, I guess the Saudi Public Investment Fund which backs Live Golf, and the DP World Tour. Like, are they, like, are they talking right now? Like, have they gone on a first date yet? Like, what is it? What is exactly that's going on here? Because we're, uh, we were under the impression last week, Pat Walter, that it was they're all coming together to basically, like, align together, form, like, this one big super league, I guess you could say. But guys that play on the live tour dustin johnson bryson dechambeau they're being told that yeah live golf's still going to be around in 2024 and that's where they can compete whereas we're hearing from people in the pga saying that jay monahan the commissioner of the pga tour actually is going to have controlling future is going to control the future of live golf and what it looks like down the line i'm like so what is it well we might have live golf in 2024 because this merger might be held up in court that's true because that's what we're seeing now are reports of the government looking into, spoiler alert, violations of antitrust. No. Oh, we put all of golf under one roof controlled by the Saudi Public Investment Fund and make it a limited liability corporation. And it that sounds an awful lot like Monopoly, doesn't it? It does. That might be a problem. It might be. Especially since the PGA was sued by live golfers, most notably Phil Mickelson, for quote-unquote monopolizing the sport. And now you just created one larger entity and you're all of a sudden Phil Mickelson like, oh, this is great. No, you suck. And then you got Jay Monahan getting what was coming to him. Yeah. He's public enemy number one right now. Big time. For his hypocrisy for a variety of reasons. And he's notably absent from the U.S. Open for a quote unquote medical reason. Mm -hmm. Reason to believe he could be being pushed out. And makes me think of Roger Goodell. Who's taking similar criticism for being yeah. a hypocrite and for a variety of reasons for the NFL. The difference, he's backed by the owners. He is literally the shield for the owners. Golf, there aren't owners. No. There are players. Yeah. And Jay Monahan betrayed his most valuable ones. Now he's going to find out what happens when you do that. I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens. And as you mentioned, the U, a U.S. subcommittee has asked the Attorney General and the Assistant Attorney General of the United States to look into this merger about potential antitrust violations. So this is, again, where people are like, keep politics out of sports. No, these are businesses. As much as we like to not think of it that way, these are businesses in terms of sports. 
they, again, like you mentioned, they one single like limited liability company or corporation. It's just that's what it is, and you that so that that's how things operate. For example, like the NFL, the NFL technically is a nonprofit. They're just the governing body that keeps the thirty-two franchises together. Right, and so is so is the PGA. So tour. is the PGA Tour, but that doesn't mean you can't monopolize. That's how this. And you don't think maybe the U.S. government has reasons to not want Saudi money infiltrating all of these American sports? Yeah. I don't know. Probably some reasons to not want to have that happen. So mm-hmm. hold your horses here. This thing is not a done deal. Not even close. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. You're killing me, Petey. You're killing me. Let's switch over to the NBA real fast. We're hearing a lot more rumblings that Zion Williamson might be on the trade block and that the New Orleans Pelicans are open to listening to offers for Zion. This would be borderline unprecedented. A guy 23 years old. Yeah. That when he has played has been an absolute phenomenon. Key key phrase there, when he has played. That is the key thing. And Mm -hmm. how much does he want to play is now the question. As I stated earlier, are we dealing with another potential Ben Simmons situation Mm -hmm. where you've got a guy that's about that life Maybe not that much about that basketball. I don't know. And that's what we need to find out here because Zion sat out the rest of the season with a hamstring injury that, by accounts from his own general manager, was fine. It was a mental thing. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons, mental thing. Yeah. As far as shooting layups and also just a variety of injuries. Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons, that's a wide-open layup. I'm going to dribble I'm going to pass it. I don't think Zion's got a problem shooting, but if he seems to have a problem playing, and if the Charlotte Hornets are going to potentially pass up the opportunity to draft Scoot Henderson, who the scouts believe is a surefire thing at guard, I'm not sure if there is a surefire thing at guard, but that's what we're hearing. It's a big choice. It is. Or or do you pass up on Brandon Miller? The right. six foot nine wing out of Alabama. Now there's different off court stuff involving Brandon Miller regarding a fatal shooting that happened uh, this past academic year, where he was allegedly potentially involved in that in some way, shape, or form. Not get, not to get into that, but that's also a talent people might look at. If this wasn't Victor Wembanyama going number one overall, the French player to the San Antonio Spurs, sure. that's like a lock to go number one. The conversation would be: Is it Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson number one overall? In any other draft. I like Brandon Miller as a prospect. He, you know, you look at last year's draft, Jabari Smith was looked at as potentially going number one over Paolo Bencaro. I never saw it that way. Mm-hmm. But I look at Miller as a better prospect than Jabari Smith. I think he can do more things. He can create plays off the dribble. Uh, he can score. He can defend multiple positions. There's a lot to like there. Um, and even, you know, you talk about the off-court situation, I don't like to twist it this way, but he did display a certain degree of mental toughness to Mm -hmm. be able to still go out and perform when the whole nation was looking at him as a villain and calling for him not to play. There was that game he goes out, he scores 45 points when everyone's saying not to play. Do I like the stuff he was doing in the handshake line? Absolutely not. That lacks some self-awareness, but dude could ball. There's no doubt about that. Definitely can, but we could potentially see Zion in Charlotte. If New Orleans really does want Scoot Henderson, which is the which is the rumor, they would have to go to number two to get Scoot Henderson. Simple as that. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. The ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof in terms of the state of North Carolina. Well, the sky's the limit, I guess you can say, in terms of how much money you can win 
when sports betting becomes legal here in the state of North Carolina, Pat Welter. It's going to happen no more than 365 days away from yesterday when Governor Roy Cooper signed it into law. Get those parlay cards ready. Who wants to be the next guy that hits a 16-team NFL parlay on NFL Sunday? $10 to win $28,000. i am for it. Maybe more. It might be more than that. It probably is actually (laughs) way more than that in all honesty. But Roy Cooper, who joined the Adam Gold Show earlier today, talked about what it means for the state of North Carolina to finally legalize sports betting. Yesterday was a great day for our state, finally legalizing sports wagering, something that we know is going on. Mm -hmm. And now, finally, we're able to allow North Carolina taxpayers to get a piece of this, to put some safeguards on it, to provide some funding for people with addiction and problem gambling. And certainly help to boost our professional teams in mm-hmm. North Carolina. We're, we're becoming a focal point for professional sports. We've still got to get that Major League Baseball team. But I, I'm excited about the opportunities here. It helps a team like the Hurricanes uh, with, with a salary cap and making sure that they've got outside investments mm-hmm. to help grow the team and continue to want to stay here. So it's a big day. Uh, going to create a lot of jobs for our state. Okay. There are a lot of things to unpack there. I'm going to place a bet right now as we speak. Now, this is through the uh, unofficial avenues of offshore betting. But well, this is how easy things are about to be. Los Angeles Dodgers to win by two runs, plus 135 $5 to win $6.75. And the bet is placed. That's how easy it's going to be here in North yeah. Carolina pretty soon. That's really it. That's as simple as that. You'll be able to do that mobile betting but here's the difference is what i just did you get tax revenue on that thing's offshore that's going to the bahamas somewhere okay now it's going right into the state now it's going right into the state now here's something to keep in mind when it comes to sports gambling in the state of north carolina in terms of helping professional teams we mentioned major league baseball we're going to dive more into that in about 15 minutes about 4:45. but when we see venues like pnc arena or Wake Med Soccer Park here locally, or go to Spectrum Center in Charlotte, or Bank of America Stadium. You can have sports books now inside these facilities, as well as one within a half mile radius outside of the facility. So you're looking at, for example, at PNC Arena, when Tom Dundon spoke with Adam Gold yesterday, a logical place they're thinking about putting a sports book inside of PNC Arena when they do a larger renovation potentially to the building. Uh, this Again, this all comes down with the Centennial Authority, the Carolina Hurricanes, a long-term lease, all this kind of stuff. That the area where the box office is, which is where the plaza is located between PNC Arena and Carter-Finley Stadium, that's where the box office is located, the ticket windows, right? Well, no one actually goes to the box office to buy tickets nowadays, right? You do everything mobile. Sure. That's, what, that's, that's how they scan yeah. your tickets. So that box office thing really just, it's just kind of a big space. You can expand that into the plaza, and that's where you can put a sports book in right there where you can actually maybe do a restaurant, a bar, but you can also pay with cash to go put a sports bet in. But also, you could develop the area outside of PNC Arena. This is what something the Carolina Hurricanes want to do. If they get a long-term lease agreement, if they're able to work out leasing a development, uh, have a developmental lease with the Centennial Authority, that area outside the arena where they can put in hotel, restaurant, other entertainment aspects, you could also do a sports book right there too. Dude, that would be so fun. I mean, I, I've been an amateur uh, recreational better for about 10 years. Yeah. 
and I went to a sports book at a wedding. So my buddy got married uh, at a casino okay. in upstate New York, and they had a sports book. All right. So it's kind of a similar analogy. You're at a game. You go out back from your seats. You go place a bet. Well, we were just at a wedding, and we go step out, go place a bet during bowl season. And these sports books are so fun. They got all the screens. Mm-hmm. They got a bar. You walk right up. You place whatever you want. And then you've got a little you know, reason to be interested in the game. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. you want to bet responsibly. But you can just imagine a world where you're watching a Canes game. And when you get up to go get another hot dog, get another beer, you go place a bet on plus odds on who's going to score the next goal. Oh, yeah, you can do that right there from your phone. And the Hurricanes are a fun team to bet because their goals come from anywhere and everywhere. So you're like, oh, Brady Shea tonight. Yeah. Five to one odds. Good payout. Why not? And you can do that kind of thing live in game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is something we've been waiting for for a long time. When I'm doing it offshore on my phone on sites like Bovada and things like that, they're, they're a pain to deal with. Mm-hmm. They, they they do the, the payouts are hard to get. Yeah, they're hard to deposit through. We're talking to make things through legal channels now through U.S. channels. You know, you can get bonuses. There's incentives to play. There's, there's yeah. benefits to the gambler, and then there's benefits to the state, which is why this passed. Also, you're lawfully protected too, right? Which is a big thing. Doing that offshore stuff, it can get a little bit gray area. It, it definitely can. There's there's a lot of different things to deal with, but. Also, as well as the the influx of money that comes into the sports teams themselves. For example, that sports book could have like the inside PNC Arena. It could be the DraftKings sports book at PNC Arena, mm-hmm. or that sports book outside could be the FanDuel sports book. You know, you know, at Carter Finley Stadium or something along those lines. So that is money that's coming into the franchises where they can improve facilities, and also it helps the helps the league in terms of. That money that comes in boosts the overall league revenue, which also boosts the salary cap, which means Tom Dundon's willing to pay up to the salary cap because the reason why they weren't a salary cap team this past season is because they had guys on long-term IR that weren't counting towards the sure. cap. But they've paid up to the salary cap. Yeah, they did the, the year they, before. They've, done, they, they've paid up to the salary cap. Tom Dundon's willing to do that. So that influx of money that comes into these states that have pro sports teams – the salary cap also gets raised. So that is something to keep in mind to that to, to these as well. More competitive team on the ice. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. Denver Nuggets having their parade today. Apparently, Mike Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, was doing fireball shots. <laughs> but it's a hard pass. Hard pass During on the that. Day? Hard pass. How about some tequila? Like, uh, or like no. A- how about some some vodka? No. Fireball. No. Spicy. It's sticky. You spill it. Uh-uh. Every time I've ever done a fireball shot, I felt horrible the next day. And yet people still do that. But this is the time to feel horrible. You win, an, you win the, the championship. I thought it's time to feel good. I think the Tampa Bay Bucks still hold the crown for the best parade. Oh, just on the boats? We're there on the boats going through the channels of Tampa Bay, and Tom Brady's throwing – the Vince Lombardi trophy. From one boat to the next. From one boat. It's it like, get any better I've than won that. plenty of these. Who cares? Although Jokic's nonchalantness, like, is that like a, a gimmick now? Like, I mean, dude, like, I mean, you could be a little excited, bro. Well, I think that's just a bit of his personality is that he's just so laid back and chill that he's just honestly from, from, I actually heard Austin Rivers talking with uh, Ryan Rosillo talking yeah. about a former Duke player, Austin Rivers, former teammate of Nikola Jokic is that. He actually watches more overseas basketball than he does NBA basketball because those are people that he knows. And this, That's fair. So, yeah, so he, he does that, and he's just honestly just 
wants to see his teammates do well. That's really it. Like, and one thing as well as, that I was super impressed with with Nikola Jokic, uh, you talk about a classy move. He didn't celebrate any with his teammates until he shook the hand of everyone for the for the Miami Heat after they won Game Five. Went up to every one of the Miami Heat and made sure he shook hands with them first before celebrating with his teammates. It's a new age as we've gone into a very uh, selfish kind of era in the NBA and really sports in general. Yeah, Jokic is now potentially the face of the league as we look at LeBron aging out, Kevin yeah. Durant aging out, and some of these younger stars like John ja Morant faltering in the spotlight. Yeah. The league's kind of wide open here for Denver to, to start something special, and mm -hmm. they can bring some of this group back. Now, there's been a collective bargaining that's going to change how you can re-sign and build your team. So we'll see how Denver adjusts going forward. But I'm glad he got it because the, the analytics have said for a couple of years now that Jokic was the best player in the league. He won two MVPs. Yeah. You could argue he could have won it again this year. Oh, yeah. And now he's got the title to silence all the doubters that didn't like his style of play or his style of celebrating, as we just discussed. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. I hit it so good. Uh, real quick, uh, we mentioned how Roy, Roy Cooper in that soundbite we played just a little bit ago mentioned about possibly getting or wanting to get Major League Baseball into the state of North Carolina. Well, the Oakland Athletics – they're relocating to Las Vegas. It's pretty much official now. They worked out with local government and all that about getting a stadium and all that built. So we've seen two Bay Area teams from the Raiders and now the Athletics move to Vegas. They already have a hockey team. Now they have a football team. Now they get a baseball team. Are the Golden State Warriors next? I mean, they're in the Bay well, Area. Well, they already got their stadium I know, in I know San they already Francisco. got the Oracle <laughs> Arena. So. I feel bad for Oakland. Like, have you ever been there? I have not. I've I mean, been to that part it gets a bad rap. Now, there's some rough parts of it, but it's a cool town. It's yeah. a big city on the other side of the bay. Uh, now, I've driven past the Oakland A Stadium. It's near the airport over there. That's not not great. No. Um, so you, you feel for it. But this, these are some great fan bases. The Oakland A's have some good history. I respect what they represent. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole money ball thing. Probably the best hat in baseball. Oh, so hopefully yeah. they don't change that. Don't change the uniform. Is it going to say Vegas across with that cursive script? That's going to be weird. Just keep the A's. Can they just be the Oakland A's of Vegas? Can they just be the Oakland A's in Vegas? That's what I want to see. Don't Maybe. change anything. Maybe. It's just a, it's like a residency, like Beyonce doing concerts. Yes. The Oakland A's in Vegas. There you go. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. Bye, Felicia. So that Jordan flu game from 1997. We say flu game because we actually learned that the last dance was actually food poisoning. From pizza. From pizza. Late night pizza, been there. So the shoes that he wore in that game, Pat Welter, just auctioned for $1.38 million. Which model of Jordan were they? Do we, do we have that information? Uh, I'm trying to I remember. Believe, uh, I'm not entirely sure. What year sure. was it? It was 1997. So this mm. may have been the around the time of the Jordan 12, Okay. I want to say. But so the food poisoning game, we'll go ahead and, and just throw that in there. The sneakers that Jordan wore that night, again, have sold for $1.38 million, including the buyer's premium. Again, the, sho the shoes sold at an auction yesterday. So Jordan, in that flu game, had 38 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists in more than 44 minutes that night. So this is how the shoes kind of came about. So there was a, a a ball boy for the Utah Jazz named Preston, Thur uh, Preston Truman, who I guess kind of, Got in favor with Michael Jordan because the ball boy, Preston Truman, kept bringing Michael Jordan applesauce before games. Okay. So after that game, Michael Jordan gave him the shoes and signed the sneakers for him as well. So these are signed. He has a picture with Jordan and the shoes as they're being signed and all that. 
So again, this is in 1997. So Truman actually held onto the shoes for 15 years. He got them authenticated, the signature, all that kind of stuff. Say, yes, these are the actual shoes. He got it authenticated. He held onto the shoes for 15 years, sold them in 2013 for $104,765. $104, so shade under $105,000. Now they just sold for $1.38 million. I guess the... Should I start putting my 401k money in shoes? Well, you know, go to Capital BST. That's the place if you want to find shoes. Shoes, the new gold. Yeah, they really are. Here's the thing. Bitcoin, not the, not, shoes. Not the most expensive Michael Jordan shoe ever to get sold at auction. So the, the shoes that he wore in the second half of Game 2 of the 1998 series, the Last Dance series against the Utah Jazz as well, so the shoes that he wore in the second half, these were the, the Air Jordan 13s, all right? They call them the breads. It's the colors now. But anyway, those sold for $2.238 million. Wow. How about $2.238 million? My favorite shoe story is from last year, Caleb Love against UCLA. Yeah. Now, he would wear the Jordan Conquerors last year, mm -hmm. and I did a story about this. He actually got approved by Jordan to wear those shoes because he had a wide foot. Oh, really? They weren't circulated to the rest of the players. Ah. He got a special exception, and he's wearing one pair in the first half. And then um, Hoots, Eric Hoots, the team manager, says, Yo, you're not shooting good. You need to switch your shoes. Yeah. So he breaks out the baby blue for the second half, goes absolutely nuclear. There you go. And guess what shoes Caleb Love no longer wore this season? He didn't wear the Jordan Conquerors this year. Oh, I'm not sure if it was from a Jordan stipulation. It huh. might have been. And it tanked their whole season. Imagine and that. now he's at Arizona. Imagine that. Imagine that. By the way, if you want to get great shoes, go to Capital BSD. Uh, let's quit that real fast. Let's let's hit this. Come to bring me my money. Yeah! couple of NFL notes. Panthers uh, training camp dates were announced. July 26th is when training camp starts for the Carolina Panthers. Down at Wofford, Spartanburg. Sucks you have to go to South Carolina. It's really unfortunate for anyone that has to go down there. But they do have joint practices. They have their first preseason game August 12th at home against the New York Jets. They did announce joint practices for the 9th and the 10th with the New York Jets, which is going to take place down here in the Carolinas. Oh, that's going to be fun. You know, I'll be there. Uh, probably Chris Lee as well. Uh, you Casey know, Hans. You know, Get the whole team down you know there. Let's go is, from WRAL. You know who else is going to be down there? All the national media. Because here's what it's you're going to get. Zoo. Oh. You got Bryce Young, number one pick. Exactly. And then who's that guy, that Ayahuasca tea guy? Uh, I think his name's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, you're going to get everyone down there. Because, again, this is going to be the first time we'll see Bryce Young against someone, another team. I know it's controlled and all that stuff, but again, first time we'll see it against another team. But again, Aaron Rodgers. Circus. Uh, it is and, going and to be. What if the a Jets are on hard knocks show. and you got like the hard knocks crew yeah. filming it? Maybe I can get like a soundbite in hard knocks. That'd so, be cool. That would be awesome. Here's Pat Welter on, on hard knocks. So, by the way, the Detroit Lions were approached about doing hard knocks again this upcoming year. They declined. They said no. So that would be such bad ratings. Oh, it like really we, would. we got it, it with just, Dan Campbell last year. Right, we get it. You drink like seventeen cups of coffee. Yeah, okay, it's you're a man. You're forty. Okay. Cool. You you bite kneecaps. All that kind of stuff. So there are four teams that if the NFL said you're doing hard knocks, you'd have to do it. So there 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 are different rules in yeah, place where you can lengthy decline. criteria. So you don't have to do hard knocks if one you have a first year head coach. 
So that's why Carolina Panthers, you're not eligible to do hard knocks because right. you are have a first-year head coach. Or if you have a playoff berth in the last two seasons, okay. which Damn. is quite a few teams, okay? Or if you have appeared on hard knocks at one point in the last 10 years. So this is why Detroit was able to say no. There are only four teams that where those three rules do not apply. It's the New York Jets, the Chicago Bears, the New Orleans Saints, and the Washington Commanders. Those four teams. If the NFL said, Washington Commanders, you're on hard knocks. Guess what? You're on hard knocks. Which for us locally would be great because we get to see Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett in a quarterback battle, which seems like Sam Howell is QB1 right now. You got the Dan Snyder drama. Snyder drama, all that kind of stuff. The name change. That could work. It really could. Big market. Uh, a lot of Commanders fans around the nation yes. in this area as well. Absolutely, but the Jets. I mean, it's going to be the Jets. Jets. It's like it's 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 a New York based team, and they have Aaron Rodgers. It's an obvious pick, and they have they're all in on this year. They're already talking trash like Jets. How many times do you have to do this? They're going to games. They're on the sidelines. Sauce Gardner's talking to Jessica Alba. I mean, I mean, props. Yeah, props. I don't even know if he knew she was. Maybe Jessica Alba back in the day. A-list star. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she's a mom. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to games. I'm getting derailed here. But the Jets. What are you guys doing? How many times do you have to learn? Don't put the cart before the horse. Yeah, you haven't done anything. You haven't yet. done anything. That's why you're going to be on Hard Knocks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper signed into law yesterday, sports betting being legal in the state of North Carolina, whether it's mobile, through your phone, on your computer or at sports books. So physical locations, whether it's at PNC Arena, potentially one at Wake Med Soccer Park. Maybe you go down to a Carolina Panthers game at Bank of America Stadium. You can go to a sports book and place a bet. Could be some long NFL Sundays where people are going to find out. This betting thing, not as easy not as, 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 easy as, it looks, as you think. But it is fun, and I support it. I just tell you, uh, tread lightly. Uh, not betting is not losing. That's true. Bankroll management, people. That's what you got to learn quickly. Mm-hmm. 56% is all you need to be to be a pro better. That doesn't sound like much. <laughs> harder than it looks. A lot harder <laughs> than it looks. Well, Roy Cooper, when talking with Adam Gold earlier today, did talk about the idea that sports betting and the money that it will bring into the state of North Carolina with sponsorships and things along those lines. Hey, Roy Cooper wants North Carolina to obtain a Major League Baseball team. I, I still think that North Carolina is a prime lo- location for an MLB team. I don't know if it's the triad. I don't know if it's the triangle. I don't know if it's the Charlotte area. But I, I'm ready to roll on that, too. Okay. He's going for it all. He huh? wants it. Which You know what? I don't blame him. I don't blame him because when you have Major League Baseball, I mean, I mean you're looking at 81 games, 81 games during a, at home, during a Major League Baseball season, 162 games overall, 81 at home. That's 81 games of parking, tickets, merchandise, all that kind of stuff. That's all tax revenue, to whether not only to the local municipalities, the county and city where this, the stadium might be located, but to the state as well. So I understand it. 
the state of North Carolina is known for college athletics and will forever be synonymous, especially with college basketball. There's nothing wrong with that. But Raleigh's turned into a one heck of a hockey market, right? Yeah. NC Courage are right here as well. They play NWSL, which is the top women's professional soccer league. So you have two top-tier sports teams professionally right here in the Triangle area. Going down to Charlotte, got the Hornets in the NBA, got the Panthers in the NFL. That also factor in the NASCAR tracks that we have here as well. Charlotte Motor Speedway, North Wilkesboro. So you factor those in as well in terms of top-tier professional sports. I'm, I'm not throwing Charlotte FC. M- MLS is not the top tier when it comes to the men's professional soccer in the world. That's the English Premier League. That's the EPL. But we have top professional sports teams here in the state of North Carolina. And you want to add the fourth of the major four. Major four being NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB. That's the one that the state of North Carolina lacks right now. So I do not blame Governor Cooper for wanting to have Major League Baseball here in the state of North Carolina. Yeah, he's doing a smart thing here because mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't want to hear that their state deserves another team? You yeah. Know, he's playing politics here sure. just as well. Brandon himself is a sports guy, and, and, and we're here for it. But He's a huge Gaines fan. It makes it all the sense in the world, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about whether, whether it's Charlotte or Raleigh could support this, at least as far as Fan base. Oh, fan base. But that's only a fraction of it, though. Because then you've got to build the stadium. And this is a thing for teams that already have teams in their city is a gigantic headache. Yeah. This is why teams look to leave cities because they can't come to a deal because you have to find either, you know, it's always this end of battle. Who's going to pay for it? Mm-hmm. Is is the team financing itself? Is the city going to finance it? Where are you going to put it? Where's the parking? And then you've got, I can remember when, Orlando City was the uh, MLS team that came to uh, Orlando, right? Yeah. They got a new team. And they got to find a place to put it. They built a soccer-specific stadium because MLS was like, you need the stadium. That kind of was a, a constituency with it. And they built this stadium, and there was this one church that didn't take the money. Yeah. You know, you got these places that you oh, will offer you to, to, to plow down your building. To up and move. And then yeah. you, there's always one that's like, no. And that makes for a great story. Oh, yeah. That's that's the stuff movies are made of. Yeah. But there's there's little things like that that you don't even think of that can get in the way. But no, on paper, move. when you don't have an MLB team from Washington, D.C. all the way to Atlanta, where else are you going to put it? Look around America. New Orleans? Well, we've seen that dance fail with, with, with you know, I mean, Charlotte, I mean, New Orleans could barely support their basketball team. Yeah. So they're not going to put a team there. We're looking around Indianapolis. You know, they got a triple-A team. Like we have here in Charlotte and here of Utah, uh, you know, looking at the map, I mean, this has got to be tops of the list. Vegas is already getting one. Vegas is getting one. The Oakland Athletics are going to be moving to Vegas in uh, in the near future. Now, the big thing about again where to put it, and we only got about a minute left. Whether that's the Triangle, or whether that's Charlotte, a big thing that these markets need to have is the corporate financial backing, and that's a that's a favor to that's to a Charlotte. favor to Charlotte. Now, we keep hearing Google, Apple, they're coming, RTP, all this stuff, the growing tech industry that's here in the state of North Carolina, in this area specifically. Maybe down the line that could be a potential thing if they're willing to invest into it, them being these these big companies. Is Apple willing to put money into it? Now, with sports gambling coming into the state of North Carolina, this is where potentially an entity, for example, a fan duel, DraftKings, BetMGM can say, okay, if you build this new stadium, 
we're going to be the title sponsor. So, yeah, example, like PNC is the, the sponsor of where the Canes play, right? It's at PNC Arena. Well, it could be FanDuel Ballpark in RTP if that's where they elect to build it or and, wherever they choose to build it. So those are things that, again, with sports gambling, that money, that infusion of money, they can help support these kinds of ventures as well. And this doesn't have to happen now, and it's not going to happen overnight. No. But it's not like the growth here is slowing down. It's so not. this is a conversation we've had in the past. It's something that circulates every so often because it makes so much sense, right? So this isn't going anywhere. And just because it doesn't happen now doesn't mean it can't happen in the future mm-hmm. because I, the growth potential here in this area is on the rise, and it's not going anywhere anymore soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.